Welcome to the Unfuck Your Fitness podcast. I am your host, Christy Castillo, and I'm here to give you real talk and cut the BS so you can actually enjoy building a body you love. I'm a personal trainer obsessed with giving you simple action steps to take you from feeling stuck to feeling sexy. Let's go. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about unrealistic body standards, where they came from, what we can do, what you can ask yourself to figure out if you are holding some unrealistic body standards yourself and what to do about it. So I have worked with hundreds of women over the last few years, and every woman obviously comes to me for health and fitness advice. They want to change their body. They want to feel better. They want to look better. They want to you know, change their lifestyle. And the one thing that each one of these women has in common is they have an unrealistic standard for their body in the timeframe that they want to achieve it. So it's not so much that my ladies have an unrealistic standard for their body overall. I work with women that are generally late 20s to, you know, in their 50s and 60s. And so I think, you know, by the time we've hit like 30 and 40, to be honest, our body standards have changed a little bit and we're a little more aware of what we can do and what we can't. The problem is, is that we're not aware of the time frame that it takes to get to that standard that we've set for ourselves. So that's that's one standard. The other one is just the standard in general of maybe it's possible to get the body that they want and to reach the goals that they want. But just because it's technically possible, does that mean that that's something that we want to do and that's the lifestyle we want to live? And are we actually okay with giving up the life and the things that we would have to give up to be able to have that body? And so there's a couple different angles there, a couple different questions and things that you can see that go into this overall. But today, what I want to talk about mostly is just the body standard that you have for yourself, for your own body. The number one reason that it is so hard for us to accept our body as it is, is because of the standards that we hold our body to. And so often, the sad part of that is that the standards we're holding our bodies to are incredibly toxic. They are not even a healthy standard. It's not something that we should even be striving for. And sometimes we're not even aware that it's toxic. We just look at someone and compare ourselves or we look at ourselves and pick ourselves apart so badly. We're not even sometimes aware that we're doing it. And if we are, I think it's become so normalized to do so that we don't even think that it's bad. We don't think that it's toxic or harmful when it is. And so today I want to talk about those standards a little bit. And I really want you, I want to give you some questions to ask yourself. I'm going to give you four questions to ask yourself in hopes that you can start to realize that the standards you've set for yourself possibly are not even standards that you want to have set for yourself. Maybe they have come from, you know, friends, you've taken them on from other situations, um, you know, social media commercials, who knows what. But being aware of that is, I think, the first step to really loving ourselves and honoring ourselves and really pushing towards the right goals and doing that in a healthy, realistic way. So the four questions that I want you to ask yourself in 
this situation of figuring out the body standard that you have for yourself is, number one, are your standards too high? This is most common, I think, and as far as my clients go. Are you wanting to see shredded abs on yourself? Are you wanting to see toned arms and perfect legs? Or is your standard more just like you want to have the perfect macros and you want to hit them perfectly every single day? Perfection, right? Some of these are perfection, which is unsustainable. And so are your standards too high? Ask yourself that. And if so, why? Why do you think you've set these standards in the first place? Why do you even want to have shredded abs? Why do you want to have toned, you know, bulging biceps? What is it about those things that you think will make you happy if you look that way or will maybe just make you proud if you look that way? Some of the things that you can ask yourself, some of these answers are good and some of them are bad. Maybe you think that you're not enough. Um, because you're working out and you're eating right, but you don't have shredded abs. And so you're not enough. You're not doing it correctly. And so sometimes there's a deeper issue hiding in this question. And for me, I think it was definitely that when I was already really small years ago, and I was still trying to do cardio and lose weight and be smaller. And I think for me, it was just that I wanted to be seeing some results from the work that I was putting in. Like I thought I had to be smaller. I thought I had to be always hustling. I thought I wasn't enough unless I had shredded abs. And I think a lot of that also came from the videos that I of the workouts that I was doing. What did these women look like? I thought that I needed to look like them. I wasn't enough until I did so or until I thought I did so I wouldn't be enough. And so asking yourself that will help you. And I just want to remind you that you are enough. A lot of times these things will make you feel like you're not enough comparing yourself to certain people and you are enough and lowering your standards isn't bad and it doesn't make you lazy. If you ask yourself this question and the answer is your standards are too high, that was, I did that myself and lowering your standards and saying, okay, I don't need to have shredded abs, you know, to be whatever I want to be. It's not bad to calm down, treat my body healthy, get more sleep instead of getting more cardio it's not lazy to do so. And so if, if the answer is yes, your standards are too high and you need to tone them back and really evaluate that, that's okay. That's a good thing. Number two, are you holding yourself to someone else's standard? This has also happened to me. All of these have happened to me, by the way. That's where they came from and also my clients. I know it's easy to fall into the same goals as your friends have. You're hearing your friends say they want to run a you know 5K um, they want to run a marathon. They want to run a duathlon. They want to, um, I don't know, enter a CrossFit competition. It's easy to think, oh my gosh, I should do that, right? My friends would always say they wanted to do a Tough Mudder competition or some of these crazy, crazy competitions. Um, I did a collar run twice. <laughs> that was about as competitive as I get. And I remember them asking or just even suggesting like, you should do this you know, Tough Mudder with us. It would be absolutely amazing. It's so much fun. And I just remember thinking, yeah, that should be something that I want to do. Like, I I don't want to do that. But it was really easy for me to say, like, yeah, I'll consider that. That would be fun. Thinking, I'm not going to consider that. That does not sound like fun. And so it's really easy to hold yourself to someone else's standards. It's really easy also to fit into their insecurities of your for your friends to say, oh, I'm going to start doing keto. I'm going to cut out carbs. I need to lose some weight. Not looking good in my jeans. 
XYZ, it's really easy for you to say, do I need to start cutting out carbs? Do I need to go keto? Do I feel comfortable in my jeans? So just make sure that you are holding yourself to your own standard. Ask yourself, are you holding yourself to someone else's standards? Make sure you're on your own path. It's easier to get to your own goals because if you set your own goals, you're more apt to try to hit them. If I were to say, you know, yes to a friend and say, I will commit to doing a Tough Mudder with you a competition, that would have meant that I would have needed to start running more. First of all, no, I would have had to probably lift as well. Yes, I would have had to do more upper body. I would have had to train differently, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And that would have taken me away from my own goals. I have physical goals that I would like to, you know, gain some muscle and I want to eat a certain way and I want to bulk up a little bit. I want to look a certain way. And if I were to say yes to someone else's goals and someone else's standards for what I should be doing, or even just their invite of something that I don't really want to do, that would take me away from my own goals. And so just make sure that you're holding yourself to your own goals. Stay on your own path. Number three, do you hold yourself to an unattainable standard? This is similar to are your standards too high, but it's a one step further. Unattainable means something that is completely fake. And yes, I'm talking about social media. And no, I'm not talking about my social media. I'm talking about social media channels, um, pages, influencers, whatever. There are some serious apps that can do some serious editing and some filters that will make you see a person's body that actually does have some cellulite and does have, you know, a little a little mom pooch or whatever these you know terms are that we that we call these we think they're insecurities but they're i should say we think they're just something almost negative on some people on the internet if we were to see you know cellulite on someone who fakes their photos all the time you would think oh my god i didn't know she had that in a bad way um and that's not true and so a lot of these pages, accounts, they are putting filters and editing their photos and videos so much so that you can try to get their body. You look at their body as a goal and their body isn't even real. And so it's literally unattainable. Sometimes not only are they doing, you know, editing and filters and I don't, I've even seen, you know, people online putting like pads in their um shorts to make their butt look, you know, bigger. Um, so you're, you know, you're thinking they're doing these booty workouts to get that booty. And really it's just these pads they put in for like the photo shoot or whatever. Like you just need to be really, really careful that you are following people that are real and that are showing you the truth. A lot of times too, the workouts that a lot of these influencers, fitness influencers post, they're not even workouts that they are doing to get the body that they have. For example, I would get a lot more clicks, likes, shares, and probably honestly clients if I shared workouts that were more fun, more exciting, more cardio, more hit, you know, get your heart rate up type of things because those are the types of workouts that people want to see and they want to do because they think getting your heart rate up, sweating is good for you. So if I were to post a lot, I could definitely make some videos of myself doing such workouts, post them on the internet, and people would see that and think that that's what I do to get the body that I have, but it's not. So behind the scenes, these people could be not only filtering and editing the shit out of their photos and videos so that they look 
fake, the workouts that they're posting are not even workouts that they are doing to get the body that they have. So you are being, you're being tricked. And so just be very, very careful of that. If there's anyone that you compare yourself to that really spreads things um, that are fake, please unfollow. Do yourself a favor and unfollow, at least for a while. I have unfollowed you know, social media accounts before and told myself if I missed that account after like two weeks, if I really wanted to see what they were up to, first of all, I could always go type in their name and see what they're up to. But if I really missed that person's value, um, you know, what they were, what they were selling or what they were posting, if I missed it, I could always like them back. But I made the commitment to unfollow people for a while just to, you know, get my head out of that negative space. And so I really, really encourage you to look at filters, look at editing, look at what's real. And if if it's literally fake and it's unattainable, there is no point in you sadly trying to go after that. So that's number three. Number four, this one is very important. Are you holding yourself to an old standard of yourself? For example, you used to be quote unquote, this size or quote unquote, this weight, and you need to get back to it. And you think you won't be happy until you get there, right? So in high school, I was a size X. Before I had children, I was a size X. Um, I used to be able to run X amount of miles and, you know, this time or daily or weekly. And I need to get back to that because I won't be happy with myself until I do. I hear that a lot. And that breaks my heart. And not just for the person, because I know that that's really frustrating and I know that's a really hard place to be. I was there as well. I remember thinking, I used to love, I should, or I used to love running. I should want to get back to running. I used to be really, really, really tiny. I should get back to that. And thinking that, you know, I should be a certain weight or I should be a certain size and I won't be happy until I get there. But your life can be drastically different now compared to then. You could be a completely different person mentally and physically now versus then. And maybe, dare I say, probably it wouldn't be good for you to get back to that place that you were in that size or that weight. Think about what your mindset was when you were in that old body. For me, a body that I tried to get back to is like, I would look at pictures. That's what I think that's what most women do. We look back at pictures and think, oh my God, that was such a look at my hair, so pretty. Look at my face, it was so thin. Oh, to only be that size again. Well, if you really think about what was going on in your head when you were that size, what were you doing? For me, I was obsessively, you know, not eating, I guess, um, running a lot, thinking about cardio, like just obsessed with what my body looked like, um, eating crappy, not knowing what I was doing, but somehow making it work right at whatever <laughs> younger age that was. And as we age, our bodies change and they're supposed to. And as we mature and grow and after we have children, ladies, our bodies are different. And that's a good thing. So, Ask yourself that. Are you holding yourself to an old standard? Do you really want to go back to the mentality that came with that standard? Or should you accept that you can have a healthier, better body with a better mindset, a new and improved 
sexy version of yourself, you know, set some realistic goals and realize that you can actually be better. That also happened to me once I figured out that, and I'm going to talk about this in an upcoming episode too, fitness at any age, you know, what I did in my 20s for my fitness and my nutrition didn't work in my 30s. And what I did in my 30s, is it going to work in my 40s? And so I had, you know, you have to change your goals, you have to change what you're doing, Um, you know, less cardio, more weights is better for your body as you age. And so there's different things that go along with that. But once you realize that working with your body is for the best, like your body is supposed to be the shape that it is underneath, you know, maybe the goals that you have to shed some fat, shed some weight, grow some muscle, you can be in control of that, but your body is supposed to change at its foundation. And that's okay. And just realizing that you can, you know, strive for healthy, you can strive for sexy, you can strive for new and improved and realistic goals. And that body can be better than the old body, than the old standard that you are comparing yourself to. So I'm just want to recap these questions really quickly. Number one, are your standards too high? Number two, are you holding yourself to someone else's standard? Number three, do you hold yourself to an unattainable standard? And number four, are you holding yourself to an old standard of even yourself? What helped me in answering these questions was to be brutally honest with myself about how I really wanted to feel about my body and how I wanted to feel in my body, not just how I wanted my body to look. I see this transformation in my clients as well as they go along in my programs. They'll start out wanting to look a certain way, wanting to be a certain size. And as they go, they realize that they're actually being healthier and they're actually getting stronger and they're actually loving being stronger and feeling good and confident and in control. And they realize that, wow, I can actually, I look better than I did before, or I feel better than I did before, or I need to completely change my goals when I first started with you, Christy, because those were actually ridiculous and too small and I need to change them. And so Staying focused on you and not others can truly help you so much in this journey. Make your health and fitness about you, your goals, what you actually want, how you want to feel inside of your body, and that will make such a huge difference. Be sure to share this episode with a friend because I know every single person, women especially, but I yeah, definitely men too, but women especially, we compare ourselves all the time and it's not good for us. So be sure to share this episode with a friend and I cannot wait to talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to today's show. Go ahead and leave a rating and a review. And of course, follow the podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And I would love it so much if you came to connect with me over on Instagram at Christy Castillo Fit. I will see you next time.